Seva. Seva. How you doing? Let's get this. You gotta talk. You gotta talk. I it's time talking. to talk. Chris Malloy. What's up, Chris? Todd is uh, listing off all the people that are tuning into his live. That's what you do. Feed. You're supposed to. I'm trying this out. It's like Twitch, except I'm, I'm it's like not Twitch talk. I'm not playing Mario. Well, guess what, everybody? This is the world's greatest action sports are podcast. We going? AKA. An action sports podcast. Well, about we got nothing. people from Colorado, French Alps. Dude, what? Wrightsville Beach. The Fraups? All kinds of. Jeez, I didn't realize yeah. our, uh, well, our audience was so global. Todd, you're very popular. And I'm here too. Uh, it is August 28th, 2023. This is the Monday Mass. I'm Chris Cote. And I'm Todd Richards. And we are an international broadcast of action sports news. Whether we are. you like it or not. We got people from Sweden tuning in, we got people from the Alps. Swain. We got people from down the street. And we got an advertising block because without this ad block, Todd and I are just doing this for fun, and it's not fun. It's That's a business. That's right. So get ready for a punch in the dick. Here we go. <laughs> Let's start with Machu Picchu. Machu Picchu. I'm about to have some. 100% sugar-free organic energy drink. Oh, tastes good, too. This stuff is good, too. What is this one? This one is the, uh, the pineapple blueberry, and it's a little bit carbonated, and it gives you just a little bit of a jack-up mm. that you need. I know, because right now I'm jacked off. Mm-hmm. I'm tired. So I need a jack on. <laughs> okay, let's go. All right, you're ruining it. You're fucking ruining. I don't think that you're was You're ruining, ruining the show. Go. Olu. Olu Originals on Instagram. Olu underscore Originals. These are 50 plus FPF uh, Hawaiian style surf shirts to wear out in the water, wear on the beach, wear to the club. You can wear them anywhere. Olu. O-L-E-U. At Olu underscore originals. You can find these at Hanson Surfboards, which is the next sponsor I was going to talk about. Hanson Surfboards. I went in there on Friday with my friend Jesse, a.k.a. Sketchy Tank, and we got some traction, leashes. He was going on a surf trip, and I just went to hang out because I like I like hanging out in surf shops, and Hanson's is a great hangout. I got some... Uh, I get some- What'd you get there? I got some traction talk. We can have a little, a little bit some later. Some TT? Yeah. Sweet. All right, listen. 1620 workwear? You're going way too slow. Speed it up. It's Monday. Speed it up. 1620 USA on the gram. This is real hardcore workwear made in the USA for people who do hard work and look like to have their clothing last forever and look great. That's 1620 workwear. At uh, Mint Tours. Let's do Mint yeah. Tours. Mint Tours. Tours. Yeah. Uh, we are going to be partaking in at Mint Tours. We're going to Japan. We're going to go to Hokkaido. And we're going to go yeah. and play around the snow. And you can Some, come with us. When is that again? January. Sometime in January. You can come with us. I'll believe it when I get off the plane. I'll be sitting right next to you All on right. that plane. Uh, we got uh, we, we got Beneath Apparel at BN3TH Apparel. These are the world's best undergarments. Underwear, long johns, long sleevers, uh, all the cool you know things that make you feel good under your clothing. And that's Beneath Apparel. Bubs Naturals. Bubs Naturals. Collagen. MCT brain oil. The things that make your brain and body work at its highest level. Bubs Naturals. Bachan's Japanese barbecue sauce. Try Bachan's. Uh, just because the summer's ending doesn't mean barbecue season is ending. Oh, you barbecue can, season's on. You can squirt your Bachan's on literally Excuse everything. Me? You can say squirt and I can't say jacked off. There's, 
<laughs> not fair. It's a giant leap of logic right there. Let's go. Oh, we Who got new we got? greens. We got new greens in the building. New in greens. the house. Do you uh, do you fancy outliving your friends is the biggest flex ever from you know, you can go to your twentieth high school reunion or you can just eat new greens and watch your friends drop like flies on Facebook. How about vanity? I want to look good and feel good. Therefore, new greens helps me with all of that inside and out. Uh, we got Panic and Coffee and Tea celebrating 55 years of waking up, not just Encinitas, waking up America. Hanson's is literally a stone's throw away from here, from Mass HQ. It's two blocks away. Big party this weekend. It was a great time celebrating 55 years and diecutstickers.com. Diecutstickers.com. We've got stickers and they make the best stickers. If you have any sticker ideas, uh, hit up diecutstickers.com at diecutstickers, D-O-T-com on Instagram. We love them. We love them a lot. And guess what? Todd, I drove around a lot this weekend and I listened to one of my favorite podcasts called The Dollop and their ad block is... 18 minutes long. You know, I got... Actually, someone sent me... Do you listen to um, Smartless? Uh, I know about it. Okay, so... I haven't really listened so to look, it, So, look, Smartless's ad block is worse. It's well, like... It's as best. long as our ad block, but it's they're just talking about, like, like a mattress. Well, like, it's like stuff you don't care about. Just companies with a lot of money, and they just throw yeah. money at them, and they don't like, use that... Jason like, Outer Known and that shit. Viore... Wait, what? I want them to sponsor I this podcast. I still don't think Viore is going to work. What do you mean? I don't know. About men's yoga company? I don't think that's going to work. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're smart. <laughs> you're smart about fashion. Uh, yeah, so we want to thank all of our sponsors. and We, you know, we don't charge a lot, but we, we, we make it meaningful because we actually use all this stuff. Like, obviously, we're drinking this Machu Picchu right now. We both got jacked on Panic and Coffee and Tea. People are calling you. Yeah. Yeah, call me anymore. Should have answered that one. Hey, call me anymore. Oh, man. See, I hate when that happens. All yeah. right. Um, uh, what, so I got, I got more. This is not the ad block anymore. This is like the bridge from the ad block into the show. Are you okay with it? If you speed more it up. More self-promotion. <laughs> Sunbender playing our first show August 31st at Belly Up with Dark Alley Dogs, Sophia Sugarman. This is going to be, uh, it could be our last show. You know, the way the world is. We you don't know. know. It could first, be our first and only show. First show, last show so is the way So you gotta go. Do. You're gonna go, right? Yeah. And you came to my show this weekend. Okay, let me just, uh, at our I'll, walk. I'll, let me speed this up. Um, we're not in the, sh- we, we can, we're not in the show. I'm just or saying. I'm just trying to get through this. It's like I'm walking <laughs> through quicksand right now with you. Yeah. So your show this weekend, uh, Red Cars, they played. I mean, I know I, I've seen the videos. I've never seen you do your Cars cover band uh, live. It's great. Hey, dude. thanks. Cars are a freaking great band. I didn't appreciate the Cars when I was growing up because I think I was like too concerned with being punk cool. rock man liked, they were from boston yeah i know it's but like, like it's just the way it goes dude. this is the way it goes like when you're when you're caught up in one scene i couldn't really appreciate the everything that that um you know the bands were offering but the cars are a freaking great band all hits you guys did really good you were uh basically molesting the microphone which was a little weird for families but i mean i was you, you it was a beer you garden do. though it was a beer it was garden. just adults and kids this so was fun. Beard garden. Uh, and Todd, this is this is parkour news. Kings of the Concrete uh, was Saturday up in 
Chatsworth at Tempest HQ. It was incredible. It was scary. It was wild. We're talking, I mean, men and women, literally, imagine like an eight-foot, uh, eight-foot, like, bar, you know, pull-up bar. So, a couple flips, twists, over concrete, all concrete, no padding, nothing. Imagine a swinging as hard as you could into a double backflip with two twists, in some cases, and landing heels first on concrete. It was... People were getting taken out. It was like a full-on raging back alley parkour party. Um, it was it was insane. Have you uh, have you noticed on online where they that video keeps showing up where the man breaks the world record for a number of boards broken with his crotch? No, you haven't seen that. No, but that sounds awesome. You just there's like a bunch of two by fours set up and a guy jumps off of this thing and takes it. Right in the grundle. How big? What you're talking two by four? I don't know. There's a lot of wood. It's like the most Damn. wood ever broken with man male genitalia. Crazy. Uh, Ellis Torhall won. He is considered the greatest free runner on the planet right now. He's only 17. He's from Sweden. Lilou Royale from France also won. Kaito Onuki did a quad straight onto concrete. Um, a quad onto concrete, Todd. You know that's gnarly. <laughs> And then the guy did it. Yeah, it was it was awesome. It was a great event. Thank All you, right, let's, Tempest, to have me. Is it time for surf news? Surf news is brought to you by Hanson Surfboards. Hanson Surfboards. You can also shop there online. I think you can still use the code MASS10. Or if you go there with me, I'll get you 10% off just by standing next to you. Do you still get a discount there? Uh, yeah. You got to tell them you're on the podcast. Uh, okay, Todd, I got something to ask you about. Okay, good. Kook of the day. Is this going to be, um, is this controversial? Because people like controversy. It's somewhat controversial. I think kook of the day is controversial in itself. Because, Why? Uh, tell, me, tell me what your thoughts are. Do you believe that kook of the day is all inclusive with the kookiness? Yes. Okay. And I think that kook of the day really kind of celebrates all of our kookiness. Whereas at first it kind of felt like it was calling kooks out. Like, you're a kook. Your fins are on backwards. I think it's kind of righted itself in the world of kookiness, and people now embrace their inner kook. But they did just list 10 kook commandments. Mm. These are friendly reminders for beginner surfers. So, Todd, I'm going to say the commandment. You tell me if it's uh, cool or kooky. Okay. Uh, well, I guess that I, stay away from crowded spots as a beginner. Yes. Obviously. Which I is was one of the best pieces of it. Well, I shouldn't say. Uh, one of the most important things that I was ever told when I was first starting to like actively pursue surfing all the time as a as, career, uh, well, well, as a uh, pastime was that I was someplace where I shouldn't have been. And this older dude came over to me and he's like, Hey, do you want a self preservation tip? And I said, yeah. He's like, go over there where there's nobody. <laughs> and it was like, it literally was like this, I mean, because I was doing the thing. I was when like, did you start really surfing? Like, really surfing? I surfed when I was a kid in New England, but it wasn't... I, f- I feel like I wasn't really... You were just doing it. Surfing. I was just learning. doing it. It was like a social activity. Yeah. It, I don't think it was really until I moved... Well, I started coming here. And, mo- like, probably, like, mid-90s. Yeah. It's like when I was like, oh, this is, like, fun. Because I... For the longest time, I thought surfers were the biggest dorks. Uh, my are. opinion hasn't really changed. Yeah, all that no, much. we are. All but, of um, us. You, you included Todd. 
but I mean, it was like I, I didn't get it. Yeah, you know, it was just it's, and there's just like there's just so many sharp edges on a like with the fins and like the tip of the board and like there's mm. shit that can hurt you. Tip. Uh, so yeah, I think yes, staying I away from crowded spots is a good idea unless it's a crowd of beginners and then it's kind of fun. Avoid experienced surfers. I don't necessarily think that you need to avoid experienced surfers because a lot of experienced surfers are actually pretty nice and cool in the water. And so sometimes if you see an experienced surfer, you can be like, yo, what am I, I'm like, what am I doing wrong? I just think it's, it's one of those things where like, if you, you know, it's like watching one of my, like my kids with their first, you know, their first adventure onto the freeway when they get their license. Right. They're not looking where they should be looking. They're, you know, timid. They're thinking they need to go for things and try to squeeze into spots that are not like you shouldn't be doing. Like you just have to be aware. Like I think that's the biggest misconception about surfing is like people get like real tunnel vision when they get out in the water when really they should be taking in a lot of information. Well, I think that is a case for just any sport. Like it doesn't even just surfing, like driving, freaking walking down the street. I think people are too accustomed to like having this really narrow field of view because of these dumb phones that we've like smartphones. We've yeah, we've basically (laughs) as a species devolved into a very narrow field of view. True. When you're doing things that are outside that incorporate all of your senses, people are too too like looking through a fucking toilet paper cone. Well and then that's maybe a reason why people should surf where there's other surfers so they can learn the rules of the lineup. Anyway. Uh, stay clear of spots containing jetties, rock piles, and piers. Yes. Yeah, that's a good idea, unless you don't have a choice. Don't show up with more than one friend. A great rule. Never want to show up with more than one Even friend. Even if you're Even good. Even if you're pro. Yeah. <laughs> don't show up with a crew. That's like, doesn't, don't do that anymore. Don't post how good it is the day of. Hmm. Uh, I'm guilty of that. If I if somebody sends me a surf clip, I'm posting that shit immediately. Well, if I post how good it was, usually it's really shitty because I like it when it's shitty. Yeah, pick up three pieces of trash when you leave. Obviously, that is a, a great thing for any of us to do, beginner, pro, whatever. Don't create a surf product or surf brand or a surf tip, surf skate Instagram account. <laughs> Don't sit underneath anyone or outside of anyone. The shoulder is your friend. Okay, so yeah, if this you're is as a, a beginner, beginner, yeah, if you're a beginner, don't try to go straight out to the peak where the advanced surfers are and get in the mix. Just wait, watch, learn, stay over to the side. Yeah, but number eight directly conflicts with number nine. Because if you're don't sitting, shoulder on, hop anyone. don't shoulder hop anyone. But well, if that you're, just means don't burn anyone. Yeah, I know, but if you're sitting, if you're literally sitting on the shoulder. Right. You're because of your super narrow point of view and your head down, not looking at anything except for the wax in front of your nose, you're going to end up shoulder hopping people. Well, don't do it. Okay. <laughs> don't. All right. It says don't. All right. Uh, don't ditch your board. Yeah, don't do that. Especially when it's crowded. Don't ditch your board. I ditch my board if I'm by myself a lot because I think it's, it's kind of fun. So what? what Ditch my boarding. Why is that? Like it's. I don't even think that's controversial. I think that. No. I think that list is like a. Like a. I think it's a good list. You, you know? know. I think it's a good list. Don't serve thirty minutes after you eat something. Um, yeah. Do you have any more? 
rules for uh, stretch before you surf as a beginner? Uh, actually, I've heard that stretching is bad for you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah, that's not a bad list. No controversy there. That's fine. Don't wear, and how about for pros? Don't wear booties in the summer. Yeah, how about for pros and advanced surfers, be nice to beginners. Mm. And if you talk to them about some of these rules, have some tact, have some empathy. We've all been beginners once. There's a couple of rules I'd like to add. What are your rules to add? Um, don't have two conflicting clothing brand stickers on your car or surfboard. Or your body. Don't wear... Uh, Nike socks with Reebok shoes or a Converse shirt shirt with Kariumas. And this is just us being gatekeepers of fashion. Don't put (laughs) your leash on your front foot unless you are Matt Keckley. Do you know anyone else that puts a leash on their front foot? Uh, Guillermo Hurdy. I beg your pardon? Guillermo Hurdy, the hurdy-gurdy man. He puts uh, his leash on his front foot? Yeah. Yeah, you said Matt Keckley does too? I know, but I'm just wondering, like, because... Because Keckles, yeah. I was always like shocked by that because he's really good. Really, so is Guillermo Hurd. And it's just like a, this crazy thing. Like, why? Personal preference, I guess. But like, um, I feel like that's like you just learned wrong. Call Matt. Oh, your phone's my phone doing is actually attached feed. to this. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just feel like if you're putting your leash on your front foot, like you're just you're adding like all kinds of like tangling and tripping bullshit up there with you. You know what I mean? Like you, yeah. there's like a rope where I, you need to be standing up, and it's like weird. Whenever I can, I do not wear a leash. I do not surf like I like surfing with a leash. I like surfing leashless, but sometimes you have to wear a leash if it's crowded or if there's rocks in the beach. I don't like leashes. I think I think surfing without a leash on little days is like one of the coolest, especially if you're like actually surfing decently that day or naked without a leash. Have you ever surfed nude? Oh yeah, really? Many what times. Do you mean? Oh yeah. You haven't? No. Why? Because my balls will get all waxy. No, they won't. Yes, they will. Well, how do you know if you haven't tried it? Because I just know. Well, uh, my nipples. Uh, you get, need to try it. My nipples get waxy, and I can only imagine your balls In have even comments less below, please exposure tell us why than your Todd nipples do naked. to the elements than your balls. Well, if you're going to surf naked, there are a whole ten other. Do you sun your balls? You know they say that you should get sun on your balls and your butthole. Um, do you do that? I don't. No. I mean, I don't do it often. I, I've actually never done the uh, butthole sunning or perineum, perineum, perennial, perennial butthole sunning. Anyway. What if you just put like a, um, a UV flashlight in your pants? Oh, like a LED light? No, your, not like an LED, not like a rave in your fucking pants. But like, you know, the, they have those flashlights that you can harden resin with the UV, like the, per- oh, the blue yeah. flashlights. What if you just put one of those in your pants? Again, something you should probably try. So you can tell us all about it. Uh, Call to Arms is out there on the internet. Matt Biolas and the 2% crew are calling all California surfers to come on down and cheer for Griffin Colapinto at the Rip Curl WSL Finals. They're saying ditch your responsibilities and come to lowers and cheer on the native son, Griffin Colapinto. Now, Todd, Mm -hmm. you've been in many large events, U.S. Open, Olympics, huge contests. All the big ones. Do you want all of your friends and family and neighborhood and do I want every do you want everybody there cheering for you or does that make you nervous? Do you kind of want to like not go under the radar because Griffin's never going to do that? He's too popular. I think. Um, you want that? I think 
there's been there's been years where I've been competed in events where like everyone is there. It's great when you do well. You feel bad if you don't fulfill the destiny and right. and all these people came out and like made signs. But I feel like I feel like Griff, I mean just being in the final 5 and being at lowers and Griff being who Griff is, like he's going to put on a show and he's going to entertain yep. people and people are going to be excited to be there and be part of this moment. I think what his friends, family, sponsors, fans, whatever are doing here is to basically preemptively start the hype because we know there will be a ton of Brazilian surf fans on the beach at lowers. They're, they're everywhere on every stop and they help Brazilian surfers do well. I want, I want to talk about, okay, let's, we're just gonna we're gonna scrape away all the other scrape it scrape away all the other competitors that are gonna be there in the final five for the men's side of things just for a second okay and we're gonna put Griff scrape him. up against Felipe Toledo in the final it's okay. the final heat what are three heats what are whatever what are this is like I'm talking about like this is the last one like someone has to win this last okay. heat in order to 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 claim the like champion this foreshadowing okay. What are Griff's strengths that he has over Felipe Toledo Power. out of lowers? Power. Power, Power and uh, I mean, they both have an in- incredible air game. I would say Griff's air game might be a little bit more interesting just because Felipe has good airs, great airs, mm-hmm. but I think Griff has more of like an upside down. Like he can do... Like when he does it, it's going to be way more things. dynamic. You're saying potentially. Uh, uh, Felipe has the edge in speed for sure mm-hmm. on little um, waves. Consistency. I mean, I got to go with Felipe a little bit as well. Uh, uh, forehand, backhand. I mean, they're pretty even. I just feel like if Griff can tap into, you know, that that feeling that he gets. When he's surfing perfect lowers, mm-hmm. you know, it's home break. That's part of like the winning, on the right? Beach. Like, you know, yeah. in the, the treat of the final final five is to actually be out at lowers with only a few people. I mean, there's only right. there's only a handful of humans in the world that have ever lived that can say they've been out at lowers, good lowers. Yeah. With only one other person in the lineup. I've been out there for NSSA nationals. How many people in the lineup? Uh, four, five other people in the lineup. Five other people in the Six lineup. Six man final. And I got fourth. I think it's going to be you. just interesting. to me. <laughs> it's going to be fun to watch. I think that if the waves are head high and above, that's where Griff will be able to like uh, shift into third gear and begin maybe to pull away. Your peeps at Surfline are saying it could be pumping. I hope so. But you know what? My we'll peeps at Surfline have been so fucking off this summer with everything. Like I'm looking right now at the surf forecast for the East Coast, right? Like so... The entire eastern seaboard. There's two tropical storms. One of them is going to be. A, one of them is a hurricane oh, a right now. Hurricane and there's coming. a gnarly one that's going to. I'm not talking about the one that's going to hit land and cause damage. I'm talking about the one that's spinning off Ow. and is going to spin off and up and it's going to throw surf all up the eastern seaboard starting tomorrow on Tuesday. Oh, that's why you were going to go on a surf trip. Yeah, I was going to. I was actually going to go there. Uh, today and go surf for the week in Cape Cod, but I can't do it. I got other shit going on. Well, you got but, a podcast to do. Yeah, they, but this is this is the most important thing. You have at any rate, you look at Surfline. The Surfline forecast 
says one to two feet, but yet the description of that day says setting up to be an epic day of surf, not for beginners. So, right. like, there is, like, look, we're paying for this. Are you? I am paying. You're I am premium. Yes. Oh, we discussed then, okay, this. Okay, then you've got. You've if got I'm paying pause. for this, come on, just like like put a little bit of effort in, just a little bit of effort in. I'm telling you, Surfline, Bombhole, you know, Surfline just keeps letting you down. What's up, Bombhole? I want Surfline to fulfill the prophecy of what my, I don't know, $9 a year. How, how, I don't, I fill his hole, Surfline. Fill the hole that I have in, in having an accurate surf report. Yeah, I got no gripes with him. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I know you don't because you don't pay. I don't pay. Um, I look at the cams sometimes, though. Uh, what were you talking about? Oh, we're talking about lower. We're talking about surfing. All right, and so on the women's side of things, who's going to win? Carissa is going to be really hard to beat. She's always hard to beat. Uh, I think sentimental favorite, my pick would be Katie Simmers because she's one of my favorite surfers, and she's just awesome. But Carissa is also one of the best humans ever. Yeah. So you can't really cheer against her. I think the women's side of the draw is really exciting, too, because you got new names, new faces. It's going to be super fun to watch. Chris, yeah. what is up with airlines just destroying people's surfboards at an alarming rate lately? This is not new. It's this kind is of, just kind of what happens. Do you feel like it's... When you fly, your board's going to get wrecked. Do you feel like now, though, it's because of social media, it's a lot more in your face? Because, I mean, yeah. I, I feel like yeah. my... Maybe the algorithm is feeding me what I want, but I'm seeing an awful lot of um, pictures of Damage. people's board bags just like... You like, know what, actually? With a crease in them. Now that I think about it, I feel like the damage is getting worse. It's the damage. The it's damage not just a, is getting worse. Not just a broken rail. And then I saw some video the other day of like people filming the baggage handlers like, like ch- fucking chucking board bags... Like throwing them, yeah, on purpose on the ground, like yeah. hard. Well, don't travel to surf. Have you ever surf have you own. ever traveled with someone that has one of those big hard cases for their hell? No, no. Are you backing those? No. Why not? Too heavy. Are they heavy? Board bags are too heavy already. But you know what? I've never tried one. So what's the most boards you've ever brought in a board bag? Six. Six boards. Four, maybe four. That's a lot of boards. Dude. Yeah, probably four. I, the most I would travel with now, no, no matter of where I was going, would be three. And that would be a stretch. Usually I travel with two, if not one. Because mm-hmm. um, I'm not going to surf vacations with giant waves. I'm going with, to fun waves. Right. right. Um, Stab's best wetsuit test is in. I did not read it. There was a lot of words on there, but I do have the results. Uh, they had... A man and a woman testing wetsuits somewhere, doing something, and O'Neill got the top spot. Rip Curl second, is Billabong there, third, Needs Essentials fourth. Is there anyone we can get on the phone? Excel at, fifth. At Stab right now. Who do you have that would answer the phone right now from Stab? Uh, I mean, lots of people. Name. Why? What do you want to ask them I, about? I have some questions. Can what, we just, what's your question? Can we just call Stab now? Uh, do they have an office? No, but I, can, call we call someone from, can we call someone from there? Um, the people that I know at Stab are like out in the field making movies. Right. I mean, we call Mikey. Mikey who? Cimarella. You want to ask him about wetsuits? No, I want to ask him about when the next uh, How Surfers Get Paid comes out. Oh, soon. How do you know? I don't know. I'm just assuming that. Okay. Uh, after four days of incredible competition, Joel Parkinson 
with a clean sweep of all three rounds and the grand final at the Four Seasons Maldives Surfing Champions Trophy 2023. Single fin, twin fin, thruster, grand final. He took out uh, everybody, including Adriana de Souza in the final. And that is a freaking contest that we need to get involved with. Tom. I think that that competition format is really interesting where you're trying to ride different kinds of boards. I think it would be even more in- interesting if it was done... Um, at the five seasons. <laughs> no, well, obviously, place. we're never going to get invited to go to the four seasons over there so. to do this. But what if they did that kind of a competition like that was a competition like in normal waves? Well, they used to do it at Black Beach. I think it was a rusty event and it was anything but three. Oh, so well. you could ride any board you wanted except for a thruster. Pretty cool. Oh, the Salento Surf Film Festival is coming up in September. And that is an event where you ride single fins, twin fins, tri fins, blah, blah, blah. I think it'd be cool if you... And you can sign up for that. I think it'd be cool if you had a contest where literally, you you know, this is a contest open for all... You need to be a well-rounded surfer. Okay. You go down to the beach... And out of a hat, you pull what you're going to be doing in each heat. Yeah, that's that they've they've done that at Cosmic Creek uh, a couple times. They do that in Australia at a Burley Heads event. I think so that's, it that's interesting. Yeah, it's cool. Um, Matt George. And it sucked to pull foil. Oh, you got a foil. <laughs> Matt George has a new book out of surf stories. These are bite-sized surf surf stories that Todd even you could read. Horror? Nope, surfing. There's probably some horror in there. Dragons? Kelly Slater says, Razor Edge dispatches from the frontline trenches of the last four decades of surf culture. That's a great, uh, great start. Great review by Kelly Slater. Uh, Kai Lenny says, filled with incredible tales that only a world-class writer like Matt George could put into words. Wow. And Matt George has book signing events in California Surf Museum September 27th and September 21st. At Catalyst Surf Shop San Clemente. And I got the book at my house. I haven't had the chance to read any of it, but I'm excited too. Uh, Maui update. Uh, the, the rebuilding has begun. I saw today a giant NATO cargo plane landed on Maui with, I think, 50 or something of these Hungarian uh, prefab like living units. Mm. So thank you to Hungary and NATO for jumping in and, and dropping off some shelter. And also over the weekend, we had pro surfers like Paige Alms who basically worked with boards for buddies and they got a bunch of boards. They invited a bunch of kids whose either homes burnt down or families were affected. They went to Hokipa and they had a big surf day, a surf weekend. So I think that's providing that, some respite that's for the really important because you know. I think I think a lot of people have kind of forgotten about. There are a lot of kids; they should be starting school right now. Their parents are probably the most definitely one hundred percent consumed in battles with insurance companies and trying to put their lives back together again. And sometimes the kids get. Um, pushed off to the side a little bit yeah. because real life is happening and if this sports for buddies thing if you can just like it's a, it's incredible how you know surfing and skating can rescue people oh my god or give you something sure. to throw yourself into besides um darkness so yeah. if you if you can the boards for buddies is an incredible you know if, if you can't donate 
money to help out the people in Maui and you have some old skateboards or some trucks or some you know, old surfboard or leashes or anything that you have, just Boards for Buddies is incredible. It's Boards, the number four, Buddies. buddies. You can find them on Instagram and it's really easy to do that. And there's yeah. probably drop-off spots if you're in and around. You have like shops near you. They're probably We know a lot of you have there. boards in your garage that totally. you don't ride. You just had them because you have them. Yeah. So think about that. But yeah, uh, you know, and also it's on all of us to just keep Maui awareness alive. You know, their road is is barely just begun to coming back. So we'll, we're going to do our best to keep you guys posted as to what's happening there. But that's some good news coming out of Maui. Uh, the East Coast Surfing Championships, one of the longest running events in the history of surfing, happened uh, over the, the week. Kolohe and Dino took out local boy here in Encinitas, Levi Slauson. Uh, Zoe Benedetto took out Talia Swindoll. And that was on Sunday, right? That like, was, was in the final? Yeah, Virginia Beach, Virginia. Virginia is for lover, so, lovers. And and the waves looked fun. It's it's firing there now. It's probably firing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's kind of a... I, I think there's a... I had kind of talked to a few people that have been... Um, planning to do to chase this hurricane up the east coast i've never i've never actually done it dude i want to do it that's why i hit you up the other day like yeah. let's, let's do this it's definitely it's not easy we used to do it with transworld every single year have you ever gotten one and followed it all the way up I, the eastern seaboard? i never i've never done it but you know guys like brett barley um yeah. you know they're they're the masters at this and you know i know it's possible i mean to me, it's like I drove to Del Mar to surf the it's other a, day, and right? I was like, whoa, dude, this is a surf trip. This is a mission. It took me 12 minutes to get there. Right. These dudes on the East Coast, these guys and gals, surfers, are not afraid to jump in the car and drive for 15 hours straight for the chance, for the possibility of a one-hour window of good weather. I think that this one is going is, is to be a really good one. I though. love that. I think we're looking at like four or five days of like really good waves no matter where you are. For anyone out there on the East Coast that's listening to this show right now, hit us up on Instagram. We'd love to talk to you during your chase and see what's going on because that's fascinating to us. It never gets old, too. Like the hurricane chasing is pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Oh, a big skimboard contest went down. This was the World Championships. It's called The Vic. It was up in uh, Aliso Pier. Blair Conklin won the event. He hadn't competed in about two years. He won. Lucas Fink from Brazil got second. Yahir Valencia from Mexico got third. Tommy Gamboa got fourth. And Lucas Fink clinched the U.S. title as well. Um, he got second, and so he took over Yakir just by one spot. So Lucas Wait, Fink is your world champion. Is there a lot of sk- like in, in Encinitas? Is there a, like an underground skimboard crew, like a real, like a um, dead, not just like you know, oh, I have a skimboard. But there's like skimboarders here, but there's not any really. There might be like one good skim spot that pops up every once in a while, but up in Carlsbad, I think Tamarack has a pretty like dedicated, low key skim crew. Okay. Um, it's you know, I mean to OB, watch people that. Are good. You know who it's the, insane. You know who one of the best skimboarders in Ocean Beach is? Neil Blender. Neil Blender. Yes. Yeah, skimboarding's rad. Yeah. Great exercise too. So congrats to uh, our skim champions. Skate news is brought to you by Beneath Apparel BN3TH Apparel. This is the best underwear on the planet, Todd. You know that. I'm wearing it. You're wearing it right now. I'm I feel it. it. I feel your comfort. Your nuts are talking to me. They're saying, We are comfortable, man. Thank you, Beneath Apparel. 
Current Cables and Jake Anderson are officially on FA Skateboards. Does that make FA the best skate team out right now? Decks. We're talking skateboards. I'm going to list you the team. Yeah, list me the team. Anthony Van Anglin, Jason Dill, Kevin Bradley, Gino Iannucci, Kevin Turpening, Sage Elliser, Sean Pablo, Elijah Burl, Aiden Mackey, Louis Lopez, Vincent Turzeroy, Beatrice Diamond, Current Caples, and Jake Anderson. Now, that's a pretty heavy-hitting team. That's a heavy-hitting team. Probably the best best team out right now. I mean, you can't really say best because skating is really personal preference. It's pretty diverse. I mean, you got Louis Lopez on there. He's yeah, that's a very diverse skateboard team. We're getting into Sodi season. Not quite, but we're close. And so far, Yuto Tony Hakagomi <laughs> put out a video part from Japan where he got kicked out of every single spot he skated but still got a crazy trick there. Do you think, Todd, this is the start of Yuto's Soti run? Do you think that, I mean, look, I don't want to be that guy, but do you think they'll let be a, the guy? Do you think they'll let a contest dude quote unquote con- like contest not cool guy win Sodi. I like I, I mean think, there's no I, I don't put Yuto in that no category though. There's no doubt that Yuto is then but I feel like he does get kind of like he's the street league dude. But he just put out a I, crazy street I park. know what you're saying. If I'm, he puts out two more street parts before the end of the year, add that to right. his contest stuff. I I mean he's insane. I just think I don't I it's weird. He to me he transcends contest guy. Because he has the best style, he does the craziest tricks, and he's super well respected and beloved. Well rounded. Homeboy is also like a really good padless vert, vert dog. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm just gonna say it. I think Utah will be Sodi. Right. I don't know what he's got coming out. I know there's a lot of other people in the running, but I think Utah's gonna be Sodi. Have you Have you heard? Uh, oh, did we talk about Amy Ellington and KCDC last week? No. So, uh, female-owned and operated skate shop, KCDC, For in New York. For a long time. Amy They've been doing Gunther it, yeah. Ellington is the shit, um, the greatest. Basically becoming a community hub for a diverse array of Brooklyn skaters. Uh, this is also a female-made piece on Thrasher Magazine. Really well done. It KCDC really, like, is like, it. Is like one the of the... Love. I mean, it's like the, like the back of of a lot of the New York scene. Yeah. It's one of the coolest shops amazing. out. And I think it's rad to give uh, not only skate shops shine, but also uh, female-fronted shops, videos, uh, you know, female production team behind it. So all awesome. Love to see that. I love those little mini documentary. I love a mini doc. 12 minutes. Yeah. Tell me the story. And they did a great job there. Yeah, it's, I wish that. I mean, there was more stuff like what Epically Later out there. You know, yeah. it was before Vice turned into just like a hot turd. Like Vice used to be like a place that would give so many, uh, you know, these little pieces. You know, who's got your back? Who's that? Jenkum. Jenkum does have. Yeah, Jenkum's got. They're kind of picking up the slack. Yeah, I think if Jen, if if we all focus our efforts on. Uh, Watching Jankum and, and spreading the word of that awesome group, they'll just get more eyeballs, maybe more sponsorship dollars to make more. I think it'd be great fantastic videos. if if Jankum becomes gigantic just because the yeah the name of the website is a drug made out of human feces. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, have you seen the Instagram account Same Spot Same Angle? No. 
Ooh. Oh, wait. What do you mean? Like two, two people doing the same trick? It's basically... Kind of like a call out spot, uh, call out Instagram account. Oh wait, um, they went, they teed they off on Sheckler, yeah. And I, I'm taking nothing away from how gnarly all the Sheckler stuff was, but and and there's no way that you could go and skate some of these marquee spots and know every single trick and every angle that went down. But there were some glaring ones that maybe they 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 should have looked at. But either way. I think I, I, it's fun. It keeps people on their toes. I feel like there are some spots though that lend themselves to certain tricks, just right. by like the angle of roll up, and and like what basically basically the angle to which you approach the obstacle would yeah. set you up perfectly for this type of trick. And you can do things with a different style, but a different camera. I hear that, and but, it's it's one of those things where this industry is. There's only so many spots and so many tricks, and yeah. both you know between skating and snowboarding there's a lot i mean there's a lot of the bite but like you can't avoid it yeah i don't think it's it's definitely not intentional biting it's just like sometimes it is sometimes it could be like a one-upmanship but i feel like i mean i look at it i don't repost it because i know i know how hard it is to do these tricks okay does that mean that like let's say hubba hideout still existed right okay and, you know, you got Eric Costin, backside nose blunt, done Hubba Hideout. Yeah. Does that mean no one can go to Hubba Hideout and shoot a backside nose blunt? Is that, like, literally what we're saying? For some purists, yes. They but say that's, that's, that trick's done. Or you can do it, but you just can't film it. You, can fil- you can't film it. This is so weird. It's like that's, like, literally how the sport got to the place that it is yeah. now is by emulating your heroes and, like, I don't know. That's like how it was for me. Like I want to do this trick like this person, and I want if I could go to that spot and do it, I would try to do it because I worshipped them. Yeah, and I think you're gonna get credit for the NBD if you did that first. You're gonna yeah. get the NBD credit, and you should be stoked that people are covering. Like I like get it though. If a band covers your song. I you're get, like awesome. That that's respect. But to what me. if a band covers your song and then it becomes more popular than when you sang the then song? Then you get money sometimes. <laughs> Should so should that be the way it goes? You get it, you have to pay <laughs> no <laughs> royalties. I just thought it was pretty interesting because, dude, you're you're focused on like getting this trick that could possibly kill you. You don't want to be worried about wolves. Bobby did that in 2019. That's why I'm saying you need to street plant off the Encinitas sign. Oh, you're, yeah, you're back there. I'm, that is a campaign that I have, and there are certain people that can handle that business. Todd, it's time for you to pad no, the I hell would, up. I would die. No, this is. I'm moving on. It's time for you to pad the hell up because the iconic skate park of Tampa is getting a vert ramp again. Now, talk about NBDs mm. and progression. The original skate park of Tampa vert ramp was... Let's Stuff talk about lore and Let's talk legend. about some crazy shit that's happened there. Mike Frazier owning that thing. And then but Paul, Bill Paul naked Zitzer. Uh, Danny Way has come back from his broken neck going yeah. to win the Tampa, uh, Tampa Pro there. Uh, there's been so much that has gone down on that vert ramp. Like Brian Schaefer, like, super ripper there. Yeah. It's coming back. Well, it, it, So it's going to probably be... I would say it's probably going to be similar to Tony Hawk's vert ramp. That's kind of the benchmark. Oh, so they're doing like a f- they're not doing a replica of the old Tampa vert ramp. They're going to go full. Uh, I think they're going full Tony modern vert ramp. All right, but I don't know. I've only All seen right. the footings in the cement. Uh, this is kind of cool for those of us over thirty and above. 
Uh, Jenkins posted this about the Brittle Bones Brigade. The Dones Brigade. This is a Brittle Bones Brigade. Uh, it's an account run by Josh Sigler out of Birmingham, Alabama, and it's basically celebrating, empowering, and inviting skaters in their 30s and 40s to, to try it out. Give it a go. Coming out to the park. There's great interviews, too, about being a 40-something trying to like either relearn or learn how to skate and just pulling up to the park and feeling really stupid. But I mean, there's when you've got I, your crew, yeah. never, never feel stupid about learning something new, especially skateboarding. If you're willing to take a full hang-up slam at 40 to get back into skating or you. to figure it out, by all means, go. Yeah, and I like that. Go. I like that support, too. And that's one real positive about social media is you can find like-minded people. You can find your crew. So if you're in your 30s and 40s, look, I'm sure you have a million excuses why you don't want to skate anymore, but take those excuses and If you need some, you can hit me up on Instagram, and I'll provide you with some. He he has some great ones. I have some really good I-can't-go-skateboarding excuses. I just randomly saw this thing about the Northwest Skate Open. It was up in the woods at Seek Skate Camp. Did that already happen, or is it next weekend? It happened this weekend, and, you know, beautiful setting in the woods. I think that was the formerly the uh, YMCA skate camp. I don't know. I don't know. It's like in the woods. Cons and tactics put it on, and they had giant obstacles. Really cool stuff happening. Dude, they, they have they, some yeah. of the prettiest. Like when the weather is good in the Northwest, and the backdrops for a lot of those skate parks are like awesome. You see, okay, so this is a this is one point to sidebar. I was surfing the other day, mm-hmm. and it was flat, <laughs> but it was beautiful. And as I'm walking home, I don't know, three or four people asked me, how was it? And I said, and this, I wouldn't have said in my 20s, probably not even in my 30s, but now that I'm a mature grown-up and I can appreciate the beauty around me, I said, it's small, but it sure was pretty. Do you ever say that? Yeah. Like we start saying things no. are pretty now. I- <laughs> because we're grown-ups and we, we're mature. And that's the same thing can be said about that skate contest. That's pretty. I ate shit in the dirt, but it was pretty. Uh, our friend, your friend, Salema Masakela is on the Nine Club. Wait, what? Yeah. When? Now. His, Not uh, right this second, his, but he already recorded it, and it's out now. His birthday is either yesterday or today. I think it's... Should we call him? He's on a surf vacation in El Salvador, but call no, him. he's not. He is. All right, let's If call he answers him. the phone, I'll be shocked. Yeah, he doesn't. He he's you know he's busy. He's, he's on a the busy dude, club. but he uh, he just had his birthday and he had, had a little post on Instagram about you know being this Let's kid see. in Carlsbad and now he's a uh, grown up surfing. What's the over under? He's answering. He ain't answering, dude. If he does, an- he's on vacation. Do he's- we know where the sound comes out of of, of the, the phone? phone? It comes out of the. I phone. think it comes out of the bottom. No, it comes out of the. <laughs> Oh my gosh, he answered. Happy birthday, Salema. It's Chris and Todd on the Monday Mass. (laughs) (laughs) Are you on vacation? I am in El Salvador on a wave strike mission. Oh my gosh, you sound so happy, chipper, and ready to rip. I just surfed um, really, 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 really fun waves at El Zonte. And Chris, there is a swell on the way. That this place is going to be um, warm water Jeffrey's Bay in a couple of days, and 
I am ready for it. Well, guess what? That place will pound you, so I hope you're prepared when it gets big. As you know, North Shore Power is coming right at you. Last year, I, I got a solid eight-foot swell here, and um, let's just say I think there's still pieces of, of rock and barnacle in my leg <laughs> from the slam that I took, but uh, I'm ready. I'm equipped. I've got the, uh, the proper artillery, and um, stoked, man. I'm, I'm, I'm really stoked. That's really kind of you guys. Hi, Todd. Hi. Are you solo mission down there? Because I know you, you don't hesitate to go by yourself, and I admire that. I am solo mission. Ah, so rad. Yes. I literally just came back. So I served, I had lunch, and I just came to sit down and do work. I literally was about to just open my computer and, and jump into uh, email hell on my birthday. And you got my laptop rang. I looked at my screen and I said, no way. The coder. And we just. I should have known you guys were doing the show. We saw that you were on the Nine Club, so that's a. So is that out now? Yeah, it dropped today. Oh, oh my gosh. I love so when that yeah, that the podcast drops and you leave town. So you don't have to answer your phone to answer questions. <laughs> it was a lot of fun, man. Kelly and, and those guys, um, they're 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 special. And I, I really like never in a million years would I have ever thought that I would A get invited to be on the bomb wall. Um, and then to have that happen was pretty amazing and then to get a call from the nine club is like wait what are you guys are you guys slow <laughs> well and now and now you're on the monday mass so i feel I like you've really completed the trifecta of podcast radness congratulations you earned a vacation you. you guys really uh, are, are cherry cherry on topping it All in right. a wonderful way and um yeah man todd we were we were fucking young minutes ago yeah, it wasn't that long ago when we were young, and now I got two kids going to college, and I'm still young. And Chris is, I'm a child. Chris yeah, has less hair young. than both you're, of us. Yeah, you're uh, you're youngish, but you're what? You're 43, Chris. Thank you. How old 46. are you? 46. Yeah. How old are you? How old are you, Sal? I am 52. Yeah, I'm a year ahead of you. So it's like, yeah, we were young once, but you know what? That all that shit's out the window, dude. We don't age yeah. the Listen, same way we used to. I saw, I saw the McTwists that you were hucking uh, uh, this season, and it got me fired up. I'm like, well, this guy's still spinning wet cats in his sleep, and maybe there's still uh, some some hope for us old guys. But I do think maybe, maybe the maybe yeah, I, I, for me, it's like. Seeing what Laird did with himself kind of inspired me to be like, all right, maybe there's more you can do in, in your older age. And and then to see just the way our whole generation is still shredding. I never thought I'd be writing a, a shortboard in my 50s when I was a little kid. Like, if you once you hit 40, like people were on longboards and things. So I don't know. I feel, um, I feel lucky. You're the doing it. You're doing Birdman it. Still, Birdman was in best trick at X Games. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's insane. But yeah. hey, um, thanks for answering. We the love phone. you. Happy, and, uh, birthday. happy birthday. Enjoy yourself. Hey, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I love you both uh, a whole lot. You've made a real difference in my in my life and in my journey and I'm, I'm stoked to call both of you brothers and this is nice man I appreciate it love you guys thanks love you, Salama. Hey, talk to you later sure do us a favor don't work too long today and please at least catch two or three waves for each one of us because it's flat in Encinitas again I uh, I will have no problem 
doing right. that for either of you. What we'll you guys should do is do a, mon- a Monday mass uh, emergency strike mission to the East Coast, maybe Nova Scotia, and go get yeah. some of that. I was talking I about that. what's going on out there. Yeah, I was talking Pod's, about that. Pod's ready. All right. Have a great trip. Right. See you soon. Bye. That's great. Salema always answers for me, Todd. I don't know why you doubted that. I don't know. He's on because he's on vacation. Check-in. That's so nice. That's sick. And so everyone go check out uh Everyone Salema's. go to El Salvador if you can serve <laughs> yeah, Salema. That's right. Salema's in El Salvador, <laughs> exactly if you guys are wondering. But it's cool to see that he's on the nine club. And I'm I would want to watch that. I'm going I think to that's watch really it. interesting. You know what I you one thing watch it. I'll say that I like the way they've kind of opened up um the nine club like Either A, they're running out of people in skateboarding to talk to, or B, they've actually, they're like diversifying kind of like the way that Bombhole is doing too, where they, it's not just people from that specific sport because right. there's a lot of interesting people that are, that are like surf or skate or snow adjacent that are just as interesting yeah. and all of our lives are intertwined in some weird way. And so yeah. check it out. And there's a lot of like really passionate, um, action sports enthusiasts that host, uh, action sports podcasts in Encinitas that would be really great on the night. And if we can figure out our, we can get our shit together. Okay, I can still kick flip. All right. Uh, uh, snow news snow is brought news. to you by Mint Snowboard Tours at Mint Tours. I have notes. There's still spots for Hokkaido tours, uh, hosted by Igmar and Chad Otterstrom and Todd and I. I'm. T- we're going. Wait, are, we, are they going to be the hosts? Dude, we're going to be like on there? both trips. We're mingling both trips. Whoa. We're going to be, hopefully, with the Beyond Metals team. It's really, this is, I, I think this is the only place in the world, if you're just a normal person, not like Todd, because Todd can get on any of these trips. For myself, if I wanted to go on a sick snowboarding trip with pros, I think Mint Tours is the only way I could do that because I'm not getting invited by the pros, so I'm going to invite myself through Mint Tours. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't wait. I never snowboarded in Japan. All right, so here's snow news. I have some. I I took notes. I took notes. Yeah? Oh, I got notes, Um, too. Here we go. Uh, Well, the 2nd of September. September's coming up. Can you read it like a more of a news kind of caster guy? Uh, What do you mean? Because you have notes. You mean you read this? Yeah. Okay, okay, I'm going to read this like a newscaster. Uh, Here we go. Uh, Three, two, one. And in snow news, Milo Sports Pro Sale this weekend, September 2nd, will be happening at Milo Sports in Salt Lake City. All the pros bring their old shit and sell it to you for exasperated prices. If you want to go there and get deals on stuff, it, you're exactly, probably it, it, not going to. Explain because the, exasperated. What? Exasperated prices. I meant to those? say exaggerated, but <laughs> I got in front of myself. Anyways, so are the prices good or not good? I don't know. I'm sure you know all the good shit will be picked through straight away um, at the Milo Sport Pro Sale. But like all the heavies from Salt Lake City, all the cool kids, all the cool Salt Lake pros okay. are all going to be there with their stuff that they don't want anymore. But so it's you all need brand to go. New, it's all brand new. But yeah. you need to listen. I'm going to give you guys a hint. If you're going there into Salt Lake and you're looking for some deals, this is the deal that you have to say to these guys. The only reason they're selling that stuff is because they don't want it anymore. And they got it for free. And they got it for free. So, so don't let them swindle you out dude, of your money. You need to haggle. Do not just take what they say at face value. Never if do they're that. like 20 bucks for the goggles, be like, I'll give you five. 
I'll give you $5 for these. And then you need to hit them with, you got this shit for free. Bro, your sponsor. Your sponsor's going to be really bummed that you're out here trying to sell this stuff on the street anyways. You could actually So if you give it them. to me for free, yeah, you could actually threaten them into selling. I will take a picture of you selling your stuff and tag your sponsors unless you give me 20% off. Yeah, and then you need to hit them with, and we know you're not donating any of this money to charity. So yeah. sell this to me cheaper. Anyways, the uh, Milo Sport Pro Sale is going on. That is September 2nd. I believe that is Saturday because, holy shit, Friday Great is the notes. 1st of September. Uh, and more snowboard news. Flying high again. The hatchets are back. You remember Standard Films, Chris? Oh, yeah. Well, they are back doing it again. Flying high again is, is Mike their- Mike Hatchet? Mike and Dave Hatchet. Yeah. I believe this one's more of a Dave, a Dave jam. Tight, uh, and this will be premiering in October. It's got uh, such hot shots as uh, Danny Davis. Great guy. Uh, Danny Davis will be in this. Wonderful We've got um, Brandon Davis. Oh, he's great too. He's really good. We got John Jackson, Come Eric on. Jackson, All two of them? Jacksons. The Davises and the Jacksons together. Davises and Jackson. These homeboys will be premiering this around the globe. Maybe just the U.S. I don't know, but they Tight. are going to have a premiere, a premiere in October here at La Paloma, the famous. I'll be there. La Paloma Theater in downtown. I will be there. Encinitas. I'll be there. Also, did you know that Quicksilver made a movie this year? I do because I was part of the You're damn thing. You're in. Uh, the movie is called Sequencer. Okay. And uh, it will be coming out. So the surf one was called Repeater. Repeater, Sequencer. sequencer. There's kind of a thing going Uh, on here. uh, There's uh, a thing going on here. Uh, We're going to be premiering that in Denver at the Mecca Festival. Colorado? Yes, Denver, Colorado. The Mecca Festival is coming up uh, the 28th of September through October 1st. Uh, The Mecca Mecca Festival is... Uh, Mikey LeBlanc and some friends are putting together a ga- like a gathering a festival. Uh, it's well, it's a festival, but it's, it brings in the art, and there's going to be speakers, and it's kind of this cool meet- preseason meeting. Nice. It's going to be pretty cool. And remember uh, what we always talk about when these things happen, and you have a gathering of like-minded, awesome individuals coming together. To form community, if you, you see should get involved. Say something. Be there. Uh, we got snow reports coming in from all over the world. Chile is getting absolutely buried right now in snow. They're saying conditions are epic. Switzerland, France starting to get dumped on. Really? And also... Dumped on. Well, that's what it said. Well, maybe not dumped on, but they're getting snowed upon. Chili's getting dumped. It's that on. time of year. And if you guys are out there and you're living in the mountains of Colorado or Utah or Montana or wherever, get ready. The uh, aspens are starting to change. And what that means is, what? well, we've got about two months until the resorts start battling for who's going to open first oh in my Colorado, gosh. which is insane because Mammoth just closed like last week. And I got good news for you. Do you mess with the farmer's almanac? No. It's, it's like surf line. It's like surf line that was written. In 70 the, years ago. Well, How many years? Is the farmer's... Okay, I don't... Explain something to me about the farmer's almanac. Is the farmer's almanac like some old ancient tablet that was written a long time ago? Or are they, they still... They update it every year. Right, but are they like old farmers, like with dowsing rods and shit, like it's looking so, into the stars for it, messages? It's so farmers can figure out when to plant crops and what to plant where, mm. uh, but also snowboarders, surfers can look at the farmer's almanac to potentially predict seasons. 
the farmer's almanac uses various information. I'm sorry, did you say almanac? The farmer's almanac. Uh, <laughs> they keep it a secret, but they allegedly use sunspots, tidal action, and the moon to predict long-range forecasts. So they're more reliable than surfline. Well, they're witches. Um, and they are saying there is a building El Nino phenomenon which means cold and snow-filled winters. So the Farmer's Almanac is saying the season of 2023-2024 is looking like it could be good. Take that with a grain of salt. Teton Gravity Research has a new snowboarding film coming out. It's called Flying High Again. Oh, my God. You're (laughs) such a moron. Well, you didn't say Teton Gravity Research. You said... I said hatchet. Well... People know it's called Teton Gravity Research. This is snowboard news, not Kular news. It's called Teton Gravity. It's coming out August twenty second. I don't know what Todd said about it, but I have actual dates and stuff. It says right here that it's premiering in October, but maybe those are the live premieres. I don't like, like I really have nostalgia for the like when we used to have these trade shows in in the fall, and right. everyone would show up to see a premiere. Well, that's we have Mecca. But I'm just up. saying, like it sucks though because if. If we're not like these are like live premieres, but like oh. but they're gonna premiere on YouTube like two months ahead of time like that. I don't like that. I like the premiere being the premiere. Remember when they used to have premieres at like Oakley and stuff when yeah when that mattered there. when things mattered. Do you guys there. remember when shit mattered? Uh, Before Todd, your backcountry.com, your nickname in high school, fucked the whole industry boy. and it's butt. Dude, I'm telling you, I'm look. He's if this is if this is an advertisement for Machu Picchu energy. Like, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but like, here's a little pop chart of my energy level since we started this podcast. You can feel, I can feel. I am. I'm on the way to the moon. Yeah, he's freaking out. Uh, Todd, your nickname in high school, Sugar Bush <laughs> Resort in Vermont, announced that on August 24th they're hosting an up and come uh, a music festival called Outpour. Because there was big floods in Vermont yeah. and it messed up Sugarbush, which is the best name for a ski resort ever. Um, August twenty fourth, having a big party there, and on uh, who's playing? Todd, you're gonna love these bands. I already hate them. Men from Mars, Git Fiddle, Get, Phineas Gage, Running in Circles, Kind Bud. Oh my God. Abby Jane and the Enablers and Ragged Company. Why does Vermont? Why is Vermont obsessed with shitty fish-like bands? I think Look, that actually the Grateful men Dead from Mars are sick. The Grateful Dead is done. The, the the history is done. Fish sucks. Fish does suck. They're so bad. The but string cheese bring, incident, like all these like whack ass, you know. But this freaking Burlington music, bands need to stop. This music brings a lot of people joy, Todd. So maybe you need to stop. I don't care. Lee Canyon. Yes, is uh, they got jacked up by the har- the hurricane that blew through here. The one that you were making fun ago. of. I wasn't making fun of the hurricane. You were, you were making fun of. We. It. I wasn't. We didn't get the effects of the hurricane like the news was saying. I didn't say that other people weren't getting the effects of the hurricane, but I didn't know that there was a uh, snowboarding near Las Vegas. Yeah, it's super close. Lee Canyon. Uh, I th- they were probably doing some kind of mountain biking stuff in the summer, but then hurricane. What was it? Tracy? What was it? Hurricane something? Came through and flooded the spot out, so a lot of they got screwed up, and they're rebuilding now, so can we, can hopefully we get, we'll be back. Can we talk about, like, a horrible... Mudslides? No. Well, yeah, like, bands that, bands that will play, and people will twirl around in the mud. Can we just talk about that for a second? In a positive way? No. 
I'll talk about it in a positive way. Have you way. ever seen The Grateful Dead? No. Do you have? Did you have any interest in seeing The Grateful Dead? Um, not personally, but I'm happy for people. Do you to think do people it. actually like The Grateful Dead, or they like the sticker, and by virtue of liking that sticker, they somehow get pigeonholed into like pretending they like this shitty music? I think people like to go to a Grateful Dead concert and just completely leave their normal lives behind. Why don't they just go to fucking Costco? Because there's no dancing in Costco. Yeah, you there's haven't no been to the drugs. Costco in Carlsbad. Have you ever been on acid in Costco? Not fun. Now take acid and go to a Grateful Dead show. You're going to have fun. That's a lie. Some people like it. That's my worst nightmare. Come on, you've got to have a worse nightmare than being at a Grateful Dead show. Nope. No? No. Well, I've never been invited to one, but I just... I, I can appreciate it for what it is. Dead fans are pretty cool. Think about the amount of essential oil just everywhere. Ugh, I love essential oil. Do you really? Yeah. Incense. I love incense. Just f- fucking sound bowls everywhere. Well, now it's interesting because obviously the Grateful just Dead. Devils. Finally. Devil sticks. Dead, I think. I but you, you've got fish, which I'm not a fish fan, but I can appreciate how good they are at music. But you're getting Rip. bands now like that are kind of uh, bringing in those audiences. Um, King Gizzard and Lizard Wizard or Wizard Lizard. King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard are not like they're fish. They're a jam band. They are, they are just like fish. They're they are metal. a jam band. That's more metal. They are not metal. Yes, they are. Oh, my gosh. They're kind of metal. the last time you heard them? King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard? They're indie rock that has turned into a jam band. That is not like fish. Dude. Okay, a band. Fish just got. I don't know how many people. Out Red Rocks three nights in a row. Who cares? With the same crowd. I don't care if you sell out to, to find them. Extended twenty minute Look, songs because three eleven sells out Red Rocks and three eleven sucks balls. King Gizzard and Wizard Lizard is way closer to Fish than they are to three eleven. You think so? Just yeah, definitely. Dude, Fish and has, I don't know if King Gizzard wants that, but they got it. Fish has like twelve people and they're all playing different songs simultaneously. Again, I I I couldn't tell you a Fish song. I know the guy's name is Trey Anastasio. He did have a deer antler um, connected to his guitar, which was pretty cool. But I'm not, you know. Trust me, ninety percent of the music I listen to, people, most people hate. Do you think, like, do you think Slint is kind of like the fish of the indie world? <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, <laughs> nerd news brought to you by New Greens. Todd, there's a crazy documentary out right now called Telemarketers that follows the biggest telemarketing scam ever. This place is lawless and insane. Is it in India? No, it's in. New Jersey. Wow, even crazier. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you've been watching some shows. I actually watched the Steve Martin movie, The Jerk. It's great, right? And I did not realize how much my life has parallels with The Jerk. Nathan Johnson? Yes. Do you have an OptiGrab? Use the OptiGrab. Dude, it's crazy. Watch it again and tell me if you think that it's a lot like my life. Was your, like your early life a lot like Nathan's? I mean, I did grow up with like no money. Um, I met, I met my first wife at a carnival. I I didn't invent anything, and I don't know if anyone's tried to assassinate me. But there's been a lot of other things in that movie that I was like watching, going, "Oh my!" There's God. cans here too. He hates these cans. Um, I uh, obviously Ahsoka. I've been watching Ahsoka. Ahsoka's really good. I like it. I, I was on the fence in the be- like before. 
but I am sold. Uh, I really like that show, Invasion. Did you watch that? Did I make you watch Invasion before? Invasion. It's like it's on Apple. It's kind of like I, I forget who. It's like a British uh, show, but it's about aliens coming in, and I don't know. Uh, you know, just right up my alley. I didn't watch it anyway. Um, I think we've got some questions. Unless you have more to talk about in nerd news, I don't. I don't have any more nerd news. Oh, our friend Pete Terrace was actually the, or I don't know if he. Did he have a question or is he no. just commenting? A friend of ours is involved with the kook list. What do you mean? And he's stoked that we're talking about oh, it. Oh, that kook list. Yeah. Got it. It's not who you think. It's someone. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, What's that? This is, these are posters oh you're gonna love this okay so you know those maps of surf breaks yes i hate those the ones you find on facebook that are like this is a map of all of east coast surfing aggie's favorite says uh there's a map of new hampshire surf spots my theory is the people that make these definitely don't surf and don't go near the beach at all do you believe that yeah well i feel like i i feel like there's money to be made in a bunch of different you know, obviously surfing is a commodity for people. Like, and you go to the beach, you go to a beach town, um, where there's a surf community and you want to bring home a little bit of that community with you. And, Oh, it's a convenient map of all the surf spots in this state. Yeah. But you know, it's just, and the shops realize that they can make a dollar, a quick buck off of that point of purchase of a surf map. But no, I don't. I think that that's like shitting where you eat. And I don't think that's. Uh, he doesn't like surf maps. No. Brett Tefau says, Todd, the scooter surfer bros are coming for you. What do you mean? This is actually a foil with a scooter handle on it. Ooh. Todd's new sport. I'm telling you. Scoot foiling? Yeah. Yeah. You know. Scoot foiling. At this point, I don't. it's so flat out there that I would scoot foil. Okay. Jake Critterden. Critter, Crittenden. Oh, yeah. this last week, we too. We did this last week. What's up with this cool-ass last name? Jake Crittenden. Crittenden says, Todd, can you think of an iconic snowboard poster? If not, Chris, why are you so much better looking than Todd? Can I... Th- what is that? Wait, what? Can I think of an iconic snowboard poster? Dude, it's right. It's right here. Should I grab it? That's more of a photo. I don't even think that was a poster. How about Todd's P3 Parks no, Pipes and Powder? I think I think he's talking about like uh, I think I think the Igmar Air on the on the quarter pipe is probably the most iconic. I don't poster. know if that was a poster though. It had to be a poster. Yeah, and that was a time when posters were really popping. Dude, when, when the magazines used to have a poster in them, that Free was so poster cool. Inside. Uh, Ryan McGillicuddy, any opinions on? Best of the East Coast surf spots, skate parks, ski resorts, concerts, venues. That's a lot of opinions. I what are your have, favorite East Coast spots? Okay, so let's see. East Coast surf spot. I really like the entire uh, seaboard from uh, Rhode Island all the way up to New Hampshire. I'm not going to name spots because that's whack. Oh, yeah. Okay, Chase Winter said that. Here's a poster for you. The Sims poster with Mark Fawcett, and there's a skier just eating shit, and Fawcett's doing a huge turn in blower powder, and there's a skier just flipping over. That poster is iconic. Thank you for that. Thank you for reminding me of a great poster. Uh, Back to what we were talking about. 
there's a lot of surf spots up and down the eastern seaboard um it's fantastic this time of year is truly magical in new england and there's so many good skateboard parks i saw um a couple images of this new skateboard park in salisbury mass the other day that looks incredible um yeah I think my favorite surf spot on the East Coast is uh, Long Beach, New York. Um, I don't know the spot name, wherever they had that Quicksilver contest, but that's probably my favorite wave over there. Yeah. Uh, skate Park, LES Skate Park in New York, the Lower East Side Park under that under the bridge. Oh, yeah. Insane. Um, concert venue, Stone Pony. New Jersey. I don't know. That's where Bruce Springsteen played. Uh, DJ says, Chris and Todd, share your best or worst road trip experience. Um, Dude. What's your worst one? Because you guys traveled a lot. I think all road trip experiences end up being the best because no matter what, if you come back with a story, that's the best. I... Um, like my worst road trip experience was I left... We... We were in Norway, and no way. We we're we at this glacier called Streen, which is like it's pretty far from Oslo, where you fly in. Right. And I accidentally left my passport at the hotel where we were staying, and we were you know drove all the way to Oslo. I figured out that my passport was up at this place, and we were flying from Oslo to Norway. Was I mean Oslo to Italy was like the next place we were going. And I was so tripped out. It was one of my first um, times out of the country, and I was so gripped that um, you know I, I was freaking. And they actually they actually sent it on the train and anywhere else but Norway. Like it was like not only my passport but like my wallet and all my like your backpack. No, it was like a fanny pack. Oh, it had everything in it, and it ended up there on the train. And then another one. I went to Chile. Do you remember? You know, like in your passport back in the day, they used to say, "Don't lose this little card." Oh, in like your passport. When you go in, it, you pay like twenty bucks. You get the card, and you have to have it when to leave the country. Right. Apparently, yeah. Yeah, you I lost, lost the card. card. So and what did you do? Pay money at the airport? It was like it seemed like it was going to be a way bigger ordeal yeah. than it was, and they just it was. But I had to go to like the consulate in Santiago, and that was Jeez. crazy. My best road trip ever is still riding. In no with worst boys. road trip. My best was riding in vans with boys. I never had a bad road trip. If you guys have never great. seen Riding in Vans with Boys, please do. It's a video that do it. Uh, Chris is in. It's really funny. I give you this. That was when Chris was cool. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I think that's all the questions we have. I think that's all the time we have. We've guys, we'd like to remind you to, um, to, to buy the stuff that uh, our sponsors make. Yeah, like Machu Picchu. If like you guys feel like you need to just like run from here to the next town... About half a can of Machu Picchu, no sugar. Oh. It'll get you there. What are you doing? Get off of my shoulder. All right, thanks, you guys. We'll see you later. Um, we'll be here next week. Mm-hmm.